What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Energy Fitness Podcast, my fellow health and wellness warriors. I'm your host, Trenton Sweet, and today we're venturing into the world of forest bathing. And guess where I'm recording this show from? From a forest. And so you might hear some wildlife around me. It's beautiful and it's calming. So let's dive in. What is forest bathing? Well, forest bathing is when you get completely naked and you get out in the woods and you roll around in the dirt and the leaves and you wipe as much nature on your body as possible. I'm just kidding. (laughs) That's what the name implies, but that is not what forest bathing is. What is forest bathing, actually? It's not about like taking a traditional bath in the woods. Rather, it's about immersing yourself in the natural environment. Forest bathing, or Shinrin-yoku, as it's known in Japan, which is where the term forest bathing comes from, is from that word Shinrin-yoku. It involves slow, mindful walks in the forest, engaging all of your senses. Yeah, pretty much hiking. You could call it hiking, or even hunting. I love hunting, and in many ways, it's one of the most spiritually connecting things you can do, connecting deeply to nature and then of course harvesting and consuming food that you took with your own hands you prayed over top of you did all the work you thank nature completely engrossed in all of the natural things before we kind of dive into the benefits and why you should consider getting out into the wilderness more often i want to let you know some obvious things that you should be aware of when forest bathing or hiking or hunting. Now, when I forest bathe or hike, I'm always barefoot. Like right now, I'm I'm barefoot as well. If you can, you know, I suggest not even wearing all that many clothes, you know, some short shorts. And, uh, you know, if you're a woman, maybe a sports bra or a tank top. Um, Prefer to be shirtless if I can. That way when the sun peeks through, the canopy of the trees you get a little extra sunshine too and you just really fully immerse yourself in the woods but you don't have to do that you can wear a hoodie pants and boots if you want to but you do need to be aware of you know where you're hiking geographically there are different animals and bugs and you know species of plants Um, you know the time of the year is going to depend on all those things as well Um, like Currently, I am um, in the southern part of Tennessee. Uh, it's you know it's early October, and there aren't a whole lot of creatures, you know, running around that are of a danger to me right now. Now, if it was spring or summer, I'd have to be looking out for snakes, um, you know, certain types of spiders. Um, I am still being consciously aware of ticks because that's something that you pretty much always need to be aware of that's another good part about having less clothes on is that you will more easy more easily notice a tick or you know something that's trying to bother you it's a bug um also need to be aware of the plants you know like your poison ivies your shumac shumac um hemlock you know hogshead there's there's a, a ton of different plants that are poisonous just by touching them 
Um, if you're not versed in the wilderness that you are hiking in or bathing in, I don't suggest eating anything out of the woods. Now, when I forest bathe and hike, um, you know, I, I love foraging. I really enjoy foraging. And so, you know, if I find walnuts or wild berries that I know are edible or even a mushroom that I know is edible or, you know, crayfish or you know some type of animal or something um i will eat that and that even emerges you even more and you don't have to go that far <laughs> if you don't want to but uh just be aware of you know where you are i do not suggest using deet or you know bug spray of that nature um, just because those chemicals are worse for you than what most bugs will do to you depending on where you are now if malaria is something that you're concerned about because of where you're enjoying the wilderness then sure DEET is probably better for you than malaria just uh, just be knowledgeable of what you're dealing with before you start and let's talk about the health benefits now so there are some really incredible health benefits and they are, of course, supported by verifiable facts. Verifiable facts. Um, number one is reduced stress. And in 2007, King Lee, um, who has written a book that I'll refer to later on, wrote in the International Journal of Aminopathology and Pharmacology that by visiting a forest, you increase your human natural killer activity and expression of anti-cancer proteins. And that's basically saying that you increase your immune function by a lot. So forest bathing significantly lowers your stress level at the same time. And when you lower your stress level, which is where this study initiated was, when you lower your stress level, you allow your immune system to kick into overdrive to start doing its job which increases those cancer killing cells and your you know all that killer activity inside your immune system fact number two again this is improved immune function but this one isn't so much because of the lowered stress um in 2010 bj park um wrote about the physiological effects of Shinrin-yoku, which is, like we said, forest bathing, and evidence from field experience and experiments in 24 forests across Japan um, that he wrote in the Environmental Health and Preventative Medicine. So the spending time in nature boosts the activity of natural killer cells, enhancing the immune system's ability to fight off infections, as well as increases the ability of the body to understand and um, I'm not sure what this word is basically to understand its surroundings which has to do with the fact that when you connect with nature you balance your circadian rhythm and you also balance your hormones um, number three is enhanced mood the role of horticulture in human well-being and social development a case study um, defra research project um, by Jay Barton in 2009 stated that forest bathing has been shown to reduce symptoms of depression anxiety, and anxiety elevating mood and promoting, promoting mental clarity uh, number four it lowers blood pressure 
Um, this study, I'm not going to read all of it again, but it was in the Journal of Physiological Anthropology and Applied Human Science. So that regular forest bathing can lead to reduced blood pressure, lowering the risk of hypertension beyond that of just walking the same amount. So that's, uh, that's a pretty profound one saying that, because obviously just walking, um, we know in general, can help lower your blood pressure. But this is saying that um, walking in a forest um, lowered blood pressure even more than that of you know, participants that just plain walked. Uh, and then number five, increases creativity, which is something that you should definitely want. And if you have children, this is something that you should definitely want to do with them. Um, increased creativity is a wonderful thing. Um, in 2012, it was written in the Creativity in the Wild, Improving Creative Reasoning Through Immersion in Natural Settings, um, saying that immersing yourself in nature can boost creativity and problem-solving skills in all ages. So those are all pretty beneficial things. Like I said, if you can also be grounded and you can also get your skin in the sunshine, you're going to get a lot more benefit. And if you're, you know, being mindful, maybe meditative about this, if you're by yourself, you're, you're keeping up with your breath, you're making sure that you're breathing nasally in and out through your nose and not your mouth really breathing in the polyphenols the you know the chemicals from the plants around you you're getting all those signals your body's getting completely harmonized with its environment which will harmonize all 40 trillion cells in your body so that your body knows what season it is you'll be more prepared for what's coming because your body will be adjusting to you know whatever season you're moving into like right now it's autumn so we're moving into winter and as you embrace autumn you're going to be more prepared for the winter months and we've you know we were we evolved in nature and so this is something that obviously the rest of the animal kingdom does just something that uh you know the human species has pulled itself away from um there's a lot of argument that it, that could be a good or a bad thing but when it comes to our health and wellness it's not such a good thing so let's talk about embracing autumn then um, and as autumn paints the forest with these beautiful and vibrant colors it's the perfect time to embrace the change of seasons it's not too hot for those of you who don't like to sweat it's not too hot but it's also not too cold so it's a comfortable temperature for you to go out and enjoy the season and uh, just here's Here's how you can do that. You just take some leisurely forest walks to witness the fall foliage. Connect yourself to the liminal landscape as the seasons change. And like I said, this will connect your body and harmonize your hormones. We are cyclical beings, just like the seasons and times of the day are different for nature and how it responds. So do our home hormones and so are we. So work with this ebb and flow to optimize your health from the inside out. Get all your 40 trillion cells to work in coherence, coherence with the natural world around them. Dr. Catherine Clinton, whom Caitlin and I interviewed quite a few episodes ago, um, has this hashtagable uh, like term that she says, and it's called tend, tend your terrain. Um, and it's about doing this. It's about living in nature as much as you possibly can 
even though we're obviously not animals that live completely in the wild anymore and how you know doing so will help you cure autoimmune diseases and deficiencies maybe even diseases and help balance your health in a way that is extremely extremely beneficial and um i do urge you to go check out that episode also go check out the episode on grounding or earthing um, and also check out the episode on sunshine if you want to know more about like tending to your terrain and really using the environment to help you be the best version of yourself um also the fall time is a beautiful time to be in the woods like i said the temperature is right and also it's beautiful you might be able to hear the wind kind of blowing around me right now i hope it's not like too loud on the mic but you know um, there's leaves falling around me you know the leaves have started to change it's it's a beautiful sensation for your eyes also for your ears also the smells the smells of the fall something i used to and i still do love about hunting in the fall is just the just nature when nature starts to shift it's just so beautiful in so many different ways so yeah that's a wrap folks quick and easy episode on forest bathing or hiking um and just embracing the beauty of autumn so remember to spend as much time in nature um it's not just a luxury it's truly an essential part of self-care and if you enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe and please check out our sponsors um trenton and caitlin sweet's books my book and caitlin's books they're available online awakening the tranquil warrior and rewild rewilding the modern man um, which i'm doing some rewilding right now and i'm urging you to do some rewilding as well um, we are also sponsored by Energy Fitness Studio, Caitlin and I's gym in Washington, Pennsylvania. So stay tuned for more inspiring episodes on the Energy Fitness Podcast. Until next time, motherfuckers, embrace the season and nurture your well-being. Have a good day. Hey, guys. I almost forgot. I said that I was going to recommend a couple books and i didn't do that so here's three really good books on forest bathing um, the first one is titled forest bathing subtitled how trees can help you find health and happiness by dr king lee and this book is written by one of the most foremost experts on forest medicine it explores the science behind forest bathing and provides practical guidance on how to incorporate it into your life the next one is The Nature Fixed. The Nature Fix, sorry. Subtitled Why Nature Makes Us Happier, Healthier, and More Creative by Florence Williams. While this book is not solely focused on forest bathing, this book delves into the broader topic of the benefits of nature on our well-being. It discusses how spending time in natural environments, including forests, can have profound positive effects on our health and happiness. The third one is Shinrin Yoku, The Japanese Art of Forest Bathing by Yoshifumi Miyazaki. Sorry if I said that wrong, which I probably did. And this book was also written by a prominent Japanese researcher. This book explores the practice of Shinrin Yoku in depth. It delves into the cultural and scientific aspects of forest bathing and offers insights into its therapeutic effects. Okay, so now the episode is done, everybody. Again, <laughs> I thank you 
and appreciate you for listening. I also appreciate you hanging out for this long, even past the kind of outro after the last bit. So thank you, everybody. Again, don't forget to subscribe, share, like, comment the show.